Here we go. Who the hell are you, man? Genius billionaire playboy philanthropist. We are the night! Ah. Uh -huh. No! Hello out there and welcome to the Nice of Nerditude Podcast, podcast for all things nerd. I am your host, Sean. I'm here on the Skype hotline with... Do you know how hard it is to find a quote in a movie that's majority A-L-S? A-S-L. There you go. I was going to say. What? Anyways, that's Sam, yeah. Put the cookie down, John. He's going festive. <laughs> uh, Rosebud. It's Chris. All right. So last week we said we were going to talk Mank. <laughs> then all of a sudden Disney decided to dump everything on us. So we had to put it off another week. So, yes, we are going to talk about Mank this week. I promise. Unless something happens, Disney, don't. Um, no more investor calls. Please. <laughs> no, please, no. Um, we've got the second to last episode of Mando that we're going to talk about on here. There's a one little topic that we missed from Disney's uh, investor meeting that we want to touch upon. And then we also have the sound of metal, which is another one of those possible Oscar Beatty movies that we're going to talk about towards the end. And John's got a little review that he's going to throw in there as well. So started off with the Disney new Disney Plus TV show are the, although is it coming out on uh, FX or is it Disney? Ooh. God, I don't know. No, it's it's not it's going to be Hulu or FX. Okay. Yeah, yeah I can't see I think see it's it. FX on Hulu, which right. means it's on Hulu and it's on FX. What was Devs? Was Devs on both cuz that was I FX believe it was on, on both. So, so the show okay. we're talking about, which is a very mature topic for Disney, uh, is the Alien TV show has been confirmed. Yeah, we get so caught up with all the, you know, IP for Disney being Star Wars and Marvel, and we forget they do have the Fox stuff. Uh, among them, Alien, the Alien uh, universe, whatever you want to call it. And Predator, um, Predator for that matter, too. Yep, Alien and they Predator. Should, they should make another, like, just legit Predator movie. Well, actually, fuck, they did, like, two years ago. Never mind. Yeah, <laughs> The Predator, yeah. Anyway, No, that wasn't legit, show, though. <laughs> no. Right. This is going to be, I'm not sure if it's going to be a miniseries or a series, but what caught my uh, attention is that it's going to be, um, I think the showrunner, yeah, is going to be uh, Noah Hawley, who's yep. done Fargo and Legion, Yes. Um, which we have, <laughs> we never finished our Fargo review in part because uh, we never finished the season, which has been, <laughs> I think, uh, universally seen as a letdown, but. I like his stuff otherwise. Although this movie with Natalie Portman sounds like it's shitty, but other than that, which movie? Uh, it's like Lucy in the Sky. Oh, that movie, yeah, it's I, the I, astronaut one. Yeah, it looked good, um, but it got horrible reviews. It was kind of sad. Yeah, a good cast too. But yeah. anyway, um, an alien TV show um, by my dude uh, Noah Hawley. I, I think I'm like pretty excited. I, I kind of like the alien stuff to begin with, um, and it just to be like. Yeah, we're just going to make random stuff here. I have no idea how it's going to relate to the rest of it, but I just I thought that was a cool thing to, you know, throw in. I know we're you guys are big alien fans too, so. Oh yeah. yeah. And it, now before just a point of clarity cuz I didn't want to cut you off. What do you consider a mini series or a series? Because I think if it's a one-off, 
it's a mini series. Well, because like just... one or two off usually. Yeah, right, so like Legion, say, Legion is a mini series. Episode count. We're not talking episode no, count. No, nope. obviously. Nope. Okay. No. Uh, I wouldn't say Legion's a mini series. Yeah, I wouldn't say that. It, has, it does have three. I think it was. I think it, it kind of clean, like cleared up the the whole story after the first season. So I think it was supposed to be a mini, and then they just kept ordering more and more. And I don't yeah. know. And it, it definitely felt like I, I I usually look at a show if it's got like one or two seasons it's like a mini series whereas a right. you know a normal show it's like, it's show. just it's gonna go on forever as long as there's money behind it. And see, this is the one where I'm I'm a little I'm a little skeptical only only in the sense that Alien works really well in movie in movie format, um, and 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 I just. I don't know. This is the one where I'm like questioning whether or not it's going to work. Yeah, I'm kind of with you, Chris. Where it's like, is there enough meat there? Like, like meat still on the bone? Where like you can go long with this? Yeah, because like, we like, don't we don't know the story, obviously. But yeah, but I'm assuming is, is it's going to be like like a alien story, you know? Yeah, yeah. They'll probably, they'll probably go enough? back to the first one, not aliens. So, do you want well, a little bit, bit of? Uh, I, would... that I I do have a little bit of news on that for you if you really want it. Go ahead. Um, Hit us. So yeah. it's taking place on Earth, which it'll be the first Alien movie that takes place on Earth. Uh, uh, Aliens yeah. versus Predator. Yeah. Uh, if you ignore Doesn't that count. Paul W S <laughs> Anderson movie, uh, as we should all ignore a lot of Paul W S Anderson movies. Um, yeah, no, so it takes place on Earth, first in the Alien series that takes place on Earth. It's going to, from what the uh, the showrunners have come forward and said, it's going to take the thriller action of Alien and mix it with the action-packed Aliens. So it's going to be a mix of the two. It'll be an action TV show. Yes, and it's supposed to be a prequel, I believe, to Alien. So who knows if we're even gonna get oh, any I xenomorphs? I would hate that. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, wait, yeah. locking it in as a prequel, just I don't know. Wait, so <laughs> like, just... wait, what do you mean we're not gonna get any xenomorphs? That's why everybody's showing up, right? Yeah, right. They, what? It, that is the that... titular alien. <sighs> Sean, do you, the first, when I first heard this, I'm, I so wanted them to do the alien comic that came out. Or was it Predator? Was it the AVP no, one? It was where the, it was like uh, everyone, like so the yeah uh, the Colonial we Marines two years yeah. ago I think the Colonial it like, Marines oh, it was longer than that but yeah it was yeah, the Colonial fighting, Marines fighting aliens aliens Predator and the um, uh, engineers and it was just like all took place on a uh, different planet and stuff yeah see I I would love them to just have Colonial Marines dealing with alien situation. Yeah, because yeah, that was yeah. Aliens too. That was literally why the formula for that movie became legendary. You know, uh, I, that's a, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I, I think it can work, but a prequel? No. I, I think give me like, no more. Yeah, I think also like this is leaning into the part of Alien that isn't the, its strength, which is the world around it. Like the world of Alien just isn't that interesting. I think if it was fleshed out a little better, it would be because you have this mysterious, uh, like company, 
Waylon Yatani. Like, are they that mysterious? They're just like your stock yeah, standard, not, like yeah, but they're like kind of evil, evil corporation. Yeah, but it's from evil, the future. It's evil corporation from the future, which is yeah. literally every movie. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah, that takes place in every movie's like. But I mean, like if it, if the if the company was fleshed out a little better, I think it would be because I mean it's kind of fleshed out, sort of in like Alien Three and Aliens. Aliens with the uh, the colonial marines and whatnot. Yeah, but it, like, it's like getting as an fleshed idea. out as you can get. Yeah, but I, it's because it wasn't well done, uh, like well fleshed out through the four yeah, movies. Yeah, but like I, I just sort of like the strength of this movie, these movie series, is the xenomorph. Is yeah. how creepy it is. <laughs> See, I, I don't agree with that. But. <laughs> why? Why do people dislike Prometheus? more than the other yeah see i like prometheus i, 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 I like prometheus too oh i like prometheus <laughs> even though the writing is horrible and um i'm starting to lose faith in ridley scott uh since then so <laughs> that's hey i mean come at me let think, I mean, think ridley about everything scott is high volume you know he's not <laughs> he's, he's not looking for perfection no oh. definitely not looking for perfection <laughs> Anyways, um, really, Scott. Also, we should mention producing. Not that that matters. Right. He's, if you literally go to his IMDb, he's like a producer on like No Why two hundred and four. I'm pretty sure he produces this podcast. Yeah, <laughs> thank you, Ridley. Might as well. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're moving on. Moving on. So we have one the the episode before the finale to talk about of Mando which we understand this is horrible timing cuz you've the, probably watched the ending by now the penultimate episode yes penultimate um, i just a quick sidebar here penultimate too cool of a word for what it actually means mm. it's like an awesome word but like when do you ever use penultimate all right. Uh, that's yeah. why. That's why I just jumped in there. I was like, I could use the word. <laughs> Anyways, <Wow. laughs> th- thank you uh, for our daily English lesson, Sam. It's um, an awesome word. <laughs> anyways, so sorry, Ridley Scott is producer on 144 different things. Oh, uh, you were off by 100, not, not 240. Anyways, anyway. Oh, also minor thing. IMDb, like, if somebody's a director, list the director first. I don't want to scroll through all the producer shit, okay? That's... That's li- John's little that. rant right there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Mando. Yeah. Ba- we got a jailbreak episode. We got, like, a native thing going on. And then, like, a base, like, spy mission. Like Stuff's happening, of, you know? A lot of boxes being ticked here. Yeah, uh, I mean... So it's chapter 15, The Believer is the one we're talking about. Um, according to IMDb, I believe it's... Uh, no, it's like middle of the pack for uh, for episodes, which... Yeah, this has to yeah. be one of the lower ones. Yeah. Yeah. Why Why exactly is this called The Believer? Yeah, I, I was think they that. just question... I think it's just posing the... He's posing the question... Or Bill Burr is essentially posing the question... Yeah. Of, you're believing in one thing, but you have to sacrifice it in order to you know fulfill your in this case quest and oath to bring grogu to his you know a jedi so that was his task right yeah right and Um, that's like the code and now he has to sacrifice take off his helmet in order to save 
his charge, you know? I think that's what they tried to pose. It was all about that one scene in the, in the I don't know what it's called, that, that truck thing. The whole episode was only about that. It wasn't about anything. Wait, what about what about that scene? Like that's the whole point. That's the whole point of this episode. Is that one scene where he's questioning Yeah. His beliefs. Because the fight, yeah, that was cool. And then Bill Burr's like little backstory, which, you know, he's gone. He's probably not gonna come back. We probably won't see him again. So it is actually believed that this is a backdoor pilot to that um was it the the Rangers of the New Republic or whatever show that uh Filoni dude one. Yeah, so it's That's believed right. that this is a backdoor, so Bill Burr might end up being attached to that one. No. Well, he's in the Mando yeah. uh, television universe, so right. Who knows? So, <laughs> which which I guess is technically part of the Star Wars universe. And regardless, Bill Burr is probably more. <laughs> I'm. He's one of my favorite characters over all the characters in the last three movies. So, <laughs> well, Gary has one up on everybody. I know when uh, he first appeared in the show last season, I remember saying um, his humor was forced. I, I like I like him as a comedian, but I did not like his character. I because like he even makes a a Gungan joke in the uh, his first appearance. Like that's how stupid it was. And this time around with his character, you know, going into his backstory a little bit more. And, like, I like this character now. Like, I'm okay with it now. Like, he grew on me as a character. And, Chris, I'm, yeah, I, I understand. Like, yeah, he's probably a more likable character than the entire new trilogy. Like, it's sad. It's so cute. It's just, it, it is incredible how, with each passing episode, how just, like, Favreau and Dave Filoni just, like, running rings around. Especially the sequel trilogy. I mean, the prequels, you know, we've already sort of uh, reconciled with those. But, like, my God. It's like these guys are on screen for, like, two minutes. And, like, you get, like, what the deal is. Yeah. Whereas, like, the other one, they have to come out and tell you what their deal is. <laughs> and, like, we spend three movies developing a plot or character arc that goes nowhere. Anyway. Um, I, I think I like Bill Burr in these. I don't know why. Like, I mean... Part of me just wants him to, like, start doing more Gungan jokes. <laughs> being like, hey, job of the hot, what's going on there? You know, like that sort of shit. What's the deal like, with like spaceship guy. food? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, um, man. I would love to, like, he just becomes a stand-up comedian afterwards. That's, <laughs> that's the art for that character. Yeah. Um, overall, though, I mean, pretty straightforward episode. Um, mm. Honestly, I, I there's not, like... Some of these, there's, like, a lot to, like, chew on, so to speak. And, I mean, look, it's they're all pretty, like, great and, like, watchable, just for, like, discussion purposes here. <laughs> not, not so much. Um, I like the Sonic Charges. That was awesome. Okay, yeah. I'm not even a Boba Fett guy. When that happened, like, so as it's flying up, I was watching with my wife, and um, you just see it, like, emerge from the back of Slave 1, and I just go, oh, they're wait, fucked. Wait. See, I saw it happen. <laughs> But I was waiting for the sound. Oh, yeah. The well, sound it, made, it, made so, it just awesome. So I'm like, oh, they're fucked. She's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, just give it a sec. And then, like, it goes down. And just by myself, I'm like, wah. And then all of a sudden it goes, wah. I'm like, yeah, that was awesome. 
I saw I, I saw the back of Slave like, 1. Like pizza's like flying out of his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, my, my reaction was a little different. I saw the back open, and I was like, so we're doing this again, huh? <laughs> Come on, that is such an awesome weapon, though. I know, I but, know, like, it reminds but, me of Attack of the Clones. and I, I know, but, like, part of me is, like, celebrate the prequels when the prequels got it right, you know? Yeah, yeah. I guess yeah. so. I mean, come on, that scene was actually pretty cool. What like scene? You, what, what, uh, with Obi Wan, yeah, you know, with Obi Wan yeah. and uh, Jango Fett I mean, and Boba Fett. I could do oh, without. Yeah, that was, that was cool. I could do without Jango Fett going. We'll never see him again, and then Boba Fett going, <laughs> and that was just so being dumb. like Salasius crumbling. <laughs> like, like the fight, the fight scenes in the trilogy, in the prequels were like not awful either. No, they were good. Heavily CGI. Oh, yeah. When yes, people but, weren't know, talking, it was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Just once you threw yeah. in. The dialogue was just terrible. Yeah. Although Luke, oh, yeah. And I mean, Lucas it's, it's just, there in the original. Lucas too. just came out and said, mm -hmm. anyone who thinks the dialogue was terrible in the prequels don't doesn't understand the Star Wars series. Yeah, I, Which, I did read that. I, I don't know what he means by that. It makes us. I think he's. If he does. He's <laughs> just. He's just really mad right now because of the sequel trilogy. So I mean, I don't blame him. Yeah. Hey, yeah, he, he sold too. it. What do you what do you think he thinks of these? You think he likes? Oh these? yeah, I, he definitely loves these. Do we know? Has he said anything? I think about so. That? I think he's come out because like... um, I know like he's been on set a few times of these. Yeah, because I know because I feel he, like he also has no right to judge these because it's no, but it's his I mean, baby. It's his, it's his character, Boba Fett. Yes, but there's not much else that that is literally it's his world it's his it's baby his, though but like, it's his world but like he has no right to he only he showed us a glimpse of the world and he has no right how to interpret these individuals yeah but yeah but he arcs. he created this galaxy yeah. no like, but, but if, like if the one thing you can take out of george lucas you can hate the movies all you want the dialogue is horrible his world building was phenomenal no i i'm not disagreeing with you but like you're not getting what I'm trying to say. It's, it's not like they're screwing up, or like I, I know I know what you're saying, Chris. It's not like he gave them something. Yeah. Like they ruined right, it. Right. This is like they're like totally going beyond all that. But still, though, I think there's like a okay. Is this the essence of like? Yeah. God, yeah. this is gonna sound yeah. awful. But is this the essence of like Star Wars? What it should be? Yeah. yeah. I, like also, just like when you know when, when you write a story like this, it's like. You you don't put down uh, on the page everything you're thinking about it. You put less down on it. So I'm sure he's thought about the Mandalorians. Oh yeah, I'm sure he had maybe, ideas maybe. about how the, how they worked. I mean, Favreau and and Filoni both adore George Lucas and what he's done. Like they show it. They are huge fanboys, and so obviously they're not going to go forward and make something that's going to upset him. Well, where well like so you know I mean, Kathleen I, you could probably say the original trilogy and look what she yeah, did yeah mean, but she was a producer you could probably say like similar things about JJ though yeah but not yeah but I don't think so I mean I hate to say it, so it, it's a little off topic but it's not with JJ so he recently wrote a Spider-Man comic with his uh his son and I it the last issue came out yesterday or last week sorry and I I did read it and it's good for the first four issues. The last issue sucks. He doesn't know how to write an ending. Mm. Like that. 
that's always been his problem. And like, how do you not write an ending to something? Endings are hard. I understand yeah. they're hard, but look at, uh, if, it's look at Game of Thrones. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but well, the world, world building, like once you get the sort of basic building blocks, like you're set. Like it doesn't really matter. Yeah. Like to actually bring it to a close, that that does take something. I mean, look at even Star Wars, like. The ending is so fucking generic. Like, yeah, I'll just like, be honest. Oh, we you, beat like, the bad guys. Let's all, you know, have a shindig. Like, there's this minor, minor wrinkle of the Darth Vader stuff, but that's about it. Um, I, anyway, anyway bad. bad, bad, um, bad couple months here for dudes who uh, play, who were in suits, but you never heard their real voices in the original trilogy. Oh yeah, <laughs> between uh, Prowse and uh, Boba Fett guy. Yeah, Bullock. Yeah. Anyways, uh, in this anyways. episode, you get to see the uh, the ISB is referred to. So this uh, this facility is run by the ISB, which is the Imperial Security Bureau, um, which is kind of huge in uh, in Star Wars, uh, which is which is pretty cool. Like the, the fact that they're still around, and it kind of alludes to the uh, the New Order coming out because there's that whole speech that. Uh, that they have with uh, what's his face? Who's the bad guy in this one? Was it uh, Richard Brake? Who's uh, Valen Hess? Like he's talking about like you know people don't want to be free; they want to be ruled, kind of thing. Like that whole speech right before Bill Burr kills him. So this is so this is good prior to the trilogy, the new sequel or trilogy. Right? Oh yeah, this so. this takes place a couple years after um, episode, episode five yeah, years, five. I think. Yeah. Yeah, so this after six, but then so like, there's yeah, you're right. We probably did get the new order at some point. Well, because like, there's that scene from last week's episode where Boba Fett's following the Dark Troopers up, and he goes, "They're back. The Empire is back." Like, obviously, if I'll be honest with you, I, like, the less this ties in to, honestly, anything, the happier I am. Yeah. Like, I don't mind some of the smaller stuff, like Boba Fett, and we're going to do an Ahsoka Tano show, mm -hmm. and, um... What's her face? What was the other one? The Mandalorian. Yeah. The Mandalorian The or whatever. Yeah, and, um, you know, okay, cool. But... I don't need this to be like the missing link in between all these installments, you know. Mm -hmm. Like I, I wish they, there was almost none of that last year, and there's like almost, like this season has almost only been that. So I hope there's a little bit of a balance going forward. I know there's some like other reasons, ulterior motives for doing this. Like Sean said, like this might have been like a uh, backdoor pilot for one spinoff, and we've already yeah. sort of had that for another. So yeah, yeah. You know, there's there's definitely a method to the madness, but I hope they kind of pump the brakes a little bit. You're right. I agree. I think they need to ride this train for a while before they even consider talking about doing a movie again. Or a trilogy yeah, well, again. I, on the movie front, I guess kind of more wait and see what happens. But I, I don't need this to be like a regular installment of like the canon. Like this, well, this is fine with me if it's just like a cool show. You know, mm. like it doesn't have to be. Um, you know the seminal. Just let it be its own thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I, I like anyway. I like to just bring up one thing, and that's. Did anyone else notice there was a real lack of fanfare when we saw uh, Pedro's face? 
Well, we already have. Yeah, we've yeah, already well, seen we his saw face once, once. But this is the first time we've seen the Mando take off his helmet in front of people. Yeah. And it just, it didn't seem, it kind of just happened. I, he, I liked how Pedro Pascal just looked so awkward so that the whole time. Yeah, yeah, like he had, yeah. like he, you could tell on his face, like he shouldn't be doing this, but he is. And it like, I, I, I think the scene worked really well. Um, I mean, you know, Bill Burr throwing some of his comedic charm in there. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, I thought it was done really well, and I was surprised that he removed his his mask. But uh, like, you know, with the ISB, how like they were like, oh, who can go? And like, Fennec uh, Shand was like, now nah, I'm wanted by them. Cara Dune was like, no, nah, they know who I am. And then Boba Fett was like, no, nah, they'd recognize my face, which is like. Yeah, they would. Right. So it's like the f- yeah references to clones, um, <laughs> which is it was that line. It was kind of dissected by the fans to be like maybe the ISB is still using clones. Um, no, but I feel like if there was a bunch of guys around twenty years ago, yeah, but like most that. of these people aren't from twenty years ago though. But in like, the ISB, yeah, I mean, but like they got, they got some books and they pictures. They got pictures. <laughs> the pictures, you know. Um, I'm sure. I'm sure that you get some clones posting on like Star Wars TikTok. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's like they do and, like dancing around. They do call it the Clone Wars, so it's like I'm assuming somebody asked a question of like, what did the clones look like? Right. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> you think you would know? Yeah. So, which like Boba Fett? Like, are you able to be like a clandestine? Like, you know, like. Conspicuous, like bounty hunter. If everybody knows that, like, oh, you're the clone guy. <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't think Lucas will get that no. deep into it. Well, but uh, so one thing with Boba Fett, he cleaned up his armor, all yeah. polished yeah. and nice looking, and fre- uh, fresh and new. Yeah, uh, one of the uh, reasons. So obviously they didn't give a reason for it, especially if you watch the original trilogy and it's all like beat to shit. Anyways, as you know, Sam's The Rock as Boba Fett shows behind him, because um, the fans can see that. Yeah, the fans can see that. Anyways, um, so one of the the theories behind it is like one of those you don't miss what you're you you don't have until it's gone, or miss what you have until it's gone, and the fact that he lost his armor. And he was without it for so long. Now he has it back. He's like, you know what? Oh, let me make it look nice. Like, because everything I've gone through up until now, it really doesn't mean anything. It's like he's been reborn, which still makes me believe he's going to die. Yeah, he's dude. He's setting up to die. It's it's, it's ridiculous. I know. And um, and there's there's even well, fan theory saying that like Slave One is going to be Mando's new ship. Oh yeah. Oh, uh, it's. I mean. Yeah. It is set up oh, for that. It's, it's too. Yeah. Uh, it's too convenient. Yeah. Uh-huh. Wow, your guy's dead, dude. I know. He is. Oh man. Yeah. What do you What do you think? It's God. Like, it, do we Do we know by like twelve twenty that he's dead? No, because uh, the show doesn't come out until I think three in the morning for us. Oh okay. Yeah. Well, like, <sighs> you'll know when tomorrow's cheerio. See, like. <laughs> I'm gonna yeah, do not. Uh, I'm gonna have to turn off. Yeah, I'm gonna have to turn I, my phone off tomorrow. 
like advice for people you can listen to this podcast but don't go on social media if you're listening to us friday without uh, <laughs> yeah. right. watching mando first oh, but like yeah. uh because like, boba fett's uh, gonna die which i guess spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it's so obvious yeah, i know just, i know that, that's why it, like i'm not super distraught because i said it last week that he's probably gonna die and it it's it's i mean i'm i'm accepting but, it at this i'm in the accepting phase right now of my grief didn't we just have con- confirmation though that he's going to be in one of the other shows he's going to be in obi-wan but which is a uh it takes place before episode four but he's not playing oh. boba fett okay so all the so i think this is like uh yeah do you think this is like hush money i don't know he's gonna be an obi-wan i don't know <laughs> we're, we're speculating way too i was in the accepting song. phase john don't oh, make me on. go back don't so, make me go you gotta, back you gotta speculate what's the point we're gonna have to go into the great like let's What's the over-under of Boba Fett? I'm going to have to go back to bargaining now. Oh, God, please don't take Boba from me again. You did it once. Um, I would say it's minus 400. He's done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Very short odds. Well, well, how about we, we switch over topic a little bit? And I recently read an article of Pedro Pascal pushing back oh, on yeah. those rumors earlier that he was complaining about how little his face was. And in the interview, he said he doesn't want Mando to show his face that often. Yeah. Had, had little face time. He yeah. Had, yeah. Okay. Right. Well, yeah, I, he I doesn't, he he doesn't like want how little Mando. his face was. And I'm like, yeah, he has a little face. He's got a nice face. I mean, <laughs> I, mean I know I got a bobblehead of him, but damn. <laughs> Funko Pops are not to scale. Um,. <laughs> I don't, so do you do you do you believe that, Sam? The seriousness of that tone. <laughs> John, we, we John like just to, gave us like a hot tip right there. We like to educate the public. Yeah. Funko Pops yeah. are not, not to scale. To scale. <laughs> um do, do you think that's you think that's true? Because I'll say this, like, there is that sort of like old Hollywood. <laughs> As, as we talked about Mankley, <laughs> that old Hollywood sort of vibe of like, ah, oh, you gotta show your face if they'll know you're the star, you yeah. know, that sort of shit. And it's a little like, you know, cutting corners of like speculation to be like, oh, well, obviously that's gonna be a problem for him if he can't see his face right. when, you know. Yeah. I mean, I mean, do you think he's on set for all this stuff? Probably not, well, right? Well, uh, I was reading in the article, first season he wasn't on set that much. He just was mostly not. did the voice some of the scenes he did okay. uh but this season he was on set the whole time good oh okay i, I like more than anything i just want him to accept this role be happy with what he's getting and not have to show his face but like i i tend to believe him because he pushed back hard mm-hmm. like he, he was like, i'm happy he waited till the end of this like, season yeah well he, because he's out because they were doing promotion for uh oh, wonder, wonder woman, woman. Yeah, but because if you remember, part of the uh, the the rumors going around was that part of this season, like halfway through, they were going to change course and not follow Mando for a little bit because he stormed off set. So they kind of like adjusted it a little bit, which obviously is not true. And I'm very happy it's not true. I forgot the rumors were that specific. Yeah, or in that like widespread of or like you know that much of an impact where like oh half the season isn't about him which i mean like you said clearly not the case right um but like like i could see it where it's like he's just like playing nice if he's like oh no no like 
I, I'm I'm perfectly fine with having the helmet on, but like the fact that he he was like, no, I want him to wear the helmet as much as possible. Yeah, that, that shows that, that he understands the character. Like, that show that shows me like he, he's he's okay with this. Plus, it's like it's not like he's not in other movies and like right. TV shows, right? And I mean, right. God, the amount of money he's probably going to get from this show for not showing his face. I mean, God. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, he's uh, going to be doing okay. Yeah. yeah, I bet that's probably. I mean, you know, he's probably getting. He's not getting paid as if he were to show up. I bet, but you know, for not doing much work. Although I guess now, like you said, he was showing up. So mm. who the hell knows? But um, what was I getting at? I don't know. I, I still how they make the show too is just like still. It's just incredible to me how this is all, like, in a warehouse or whatever. I know, you know? I know. And how, like, they save on talent because it's just a dude in a Mando suit with Pedro Pascal's voice. And, I don't know, it just looks incredible and is awesome. Yeah. But, um, I'm glad he did not have a, a big freakout, though. I'm glad that was all bullshit. Uh, not all freakouts, though, apparently are bullshit. Um, nice segue. Yeah, did did we want to go ahead? Talk go about ahead. Tom go Cruise? ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Well, Tom Cruise uh, not having a great day for reasons that I'll be honest with you. I don't know why he's getting any flack. Actually, I mean, I know why. I he's know getting why flack because he, he was like freaking out at people. But like, was he wrong? I'm just gonna throw that out there. Was yeah. Tom Cruise wrong for flipping out on people okay. for? Seemingly not upholding uh, COVID precautions. So, uh, on was set. he wrong? No, because like it, this, he is a producer on this sh- uh, this movie, and like if People they if they break that. if they you know break COVID rules, this production can be shut down. Wait, uh, take it a little bit more for, uh, further, Sam. This is being filmed in multiple countries. Yeah, and the yeah. studio is allowing this movie to happen during COVID. And this, every, like the whole world is watching this production to see if it is possible to film a movie in multiple countries and not spread COVID. So this movie is under a fine, fine, yeah, fine magnifying yeah. glass. But, but however, tone the fuck good to fuck down, dude. Like you did not have to come at them at a ten. All right, like no, I yeah. understand being upset. I'm understand like being like, hey, don't do that. But why are you coming at them at a 10 for just for one second, them like standing next to each other, staring at a screen? Yeah. Like, tell you know, tell them to do, don't do it. You know, explain the situation, but like tone it down. It, take, it, was it, take it down from a 10 to like a six. Maybe, was it kind of you know? weird to have like this millionaire, you know, Hollywood stud kind of thing, like yelling at you saying, we're all going to lose our jobs. We re- we need this to live. It's like you're not the one to be saying that, Tom. Like that's well, not Yeah, but I mean, no, he's we, not wrong though. No, he's, he's not wrong out for like other people. Right, but the the people that he's yelling at are part of those people where if they lose their job, like they're not getting paid much. Well, they're, they're quitting anyway. So. Yeah, that's I mean, true. if he said there instead of we, it probably would be a little bit more accurate. Um, <laughs> but, you know, in the moment I mean, look, we've we've done the movie thing, the the uh, 
two or three of us besides Chris. And like, there's an element of it where it's like, everybody's got to, you know, being on a movie set, it's kind of a little tense. And I mean, oh, yeah. we, we just do little stupid, dumb things. Like not even like an actual real one where there's, John, we've won awards. Know, They're not dumb. Right. Oh, <laughs> oh, right. oh, we are award making filmmakers, uh, award winning filmmakers. But, um, there's an element of it of like everybody's going to get synced yeah. up and on the yep. exact same page in the exact same moment, and you know, yeah, it could be frustrating. I, I can understand. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we've yelled at each other. On that. Oh yeah, we have. It's yeah. just, and it's just, and I only hold I, a little grudge for that. I mean, right. <laughs> when, I, when I first heard this, all I could think of, I didn't see the video, but when I first heard it, I just all I could picture was like little Tom Cruise, you know, <laughs> five foot four of them. Looking up and screaming at some like two massive six foot four, two hundred and twenty five pound pure muscle like cameramen. P grips, yeah. Just... <laughs> I just had like the biggest smile on my face because if it wasn't COVID, he that he'd probably get his ass kicked. <laughs> uh, There's this like Tom Cruise is like such an interesting dude too, and I mean interesting like just weird, and yeah. not even like all the Scientology shit is is like the you know tip of the iceberg i'm talking about him just being like like that video he put out for the to watch tenant he's just like <laughs> oh yeah he's like he's story. like acting all brave about it or something yeah it's just like dude he's like running up and down the like aisles of the movie theater <laughs> but it's but it's also it's also wicked funny because it's, yeah the, the studios are looking down on this but there's another movie that's filming currently, and one of the stars, you just want to like pick up this person and substitute it in for Tom Cruise and just see how it goes. Right now they're filming Jurassic World 3. Yeah. Can you imagine Jeff Goldblum doing that? Be like, or Chris guys. Pratt. Can, can, oh my god, can that you would just be stop? so interesting. <laughs> can, can you just stop? We need to... We need to be calm here, see, okay? See, Jeff Goldblum knows at what level to come at. You know, right? he does. Yeah, he yeah. does. He'd show up and be like, "Guys, guys, you can't, can't risk it. Life finds a way, right?" And what do you think? What do you think? What do you think Mission Impossible is going to be? It's a bunch of like this. This makes me worried about the movie itself because now you're going to have like these six foot gaps in between characters who are actually talking to each other. <laughs> There's no kissing scenes. There's no love interest. There's no nothing. There's or, or no just, hand-to-hand fight scenes. Or just like you like look in the background and like graffiti on a wall is like fuck Tom Cruise. Right. <laughs> it's like the Cruise just sending <laughs> subtle hints. I I wouldn't be. So- I would love to see. Uh, I'd love to see Chris Pratt like have his version of a freak out where he just like raises his voice to tell guy like guy he's like guys we don't want people getting COVID. Chill out. And then, like, he just has to go on a fucking apology tour for two years because the internet just rips him a new asshole. Right. He's just trying to be modestly decent. Um, and that's unacceptable. <laughs> anyway. I, I, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm so, this was filmed in a foreign country, right? UK, I think? Uh, it's in the UK. Yeah. I, uh, Have you guys seen some of the clips of, like, like the Mission Impossible movies are another just crazy thing of how he's just, like, bent, or, you know, hell-bent on, like, doing all these, like, elaborate stunts and it's like him doing it and like (laughs) there there was this video that um was out there of these dudes like just driving on a highway 
And then there's this train going by, and it's like Tom Cruise and like a film, like a you know film crew are just sitting on top of the train as they probably like reset a shot or something <laughs> like that. And they had this other one where there's like this bike jump going off a mountain, and there's all this like scaffolding like off the side, like 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 huge. And I don't know. it the mountain the Mission Impossible movies is, is crazy because like. It's like a Tom Cruise movie insofar as like he's pretty much calling the shots on everything. Yeah. Mm. It's like how can I outdo myself from the last one with my stunts? Right. Like he's less and I was going to use a term. Uh he's less of producer and more a uh I was going to say dictator that doesn't sound well. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's it's all on him. Yeah. What would you anyway. just uh, like I keep thinking of like the employees like these employees just got yelled at by this guy like what would you it, i can't like if somebody did that for me at work I, I i would assume my manager would be furious not at me but yeah at, i had him at, at yeah, the other like, like him, him being five foot six and yelling at people though you're you're right that's just no <laughs> it's, it's almost it's almost comical but you you gotta like you know it, it at some point these people just have to push back on the stars and just be like, look, you're a dick. <laughs> you yeah. need to shut the fuck up and calm down and apologize to these people for taking it to that level. Because there's no, unless he was yelling at them, like, this has happened multiple times, which I don't know. But yeah, I haven't heard. You can't well, just go from zero with... to a hundred. You, can't, you yeah. can't do that. I mean, that's the thing with all these. You never really know. You know, I mean, like, whoever putting is putting it out there certainly isn't doing it to put him in a good light. So but no, the, I never the, really the had that, a like, good a light bun- on him anyway. Yeah, the fact that a bunch of people are leaving kind of shows me, like, this This is this was less on the crew and more on Tom Cruise. Yeah. Yeah, and this was reported, I think, a couple of days previously. Too. I don't know if it was just somebody was, like, you know, uh, you know, forwarding the tape around, just trying to sell it, and someone was just reporting on that. But um, anyway, we got to move on. Yeah, we got um, yeah. All right, I got I got a really quick review here for a movie that seems like one that we would watch if it was conventionally available. Um, unfortunately, <laughs> even even uh, mediocrely available. We can right. get into this later. Yeah, well, we'll, we'll kind yeah, of we'll step into that. Okay, so I watched Greyhound, which not only stars, but is written by Tom Hanks. He wrote it? Um, huh. Yes, he did. <laughs> he adapted it from a uh, novel or a nonfiction work. I'm not sure which one. Um, anyway, it's about a um, ship captain who kind of gets his first crack after, I think, like kicking around the Navy for a while at the, uh, I guess, towards the beginning of World War II in the North Atlantic. Uh, he's a destroyer captain and the captain of a convoy fleet. And, you know, literally, this movie is so fucking straightforward. It's it's awesome. <laughs> like, it's the movie. There's like 10 minutes of like preamble. And the rest of the movie is just him on the boat trying to get from one side of the Atlantic to the other. That's it. And there's some U-boats and shit happens. <laughs> and it's awesome because... Be, just shit movies about like dudes on naval boats is just awesome like you know people, people shouting out orders to each other people repeating the orders homoerotic tension people, uh, <laughs> yeah uh, people, symbols of a boat and a torpedo leading the boat into the submarine yeah <laughs> right 
Right. Sonar, a lot of sonar. Opening torpedo you know. tubes. Filling the tube. Right. Open the door. Depth charges. It really is. Like the most. Messing up some U-boats. It's good stuff. It's 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 not an incredible movie, but I would recommend it. Um, you know, I don't think you're gonna watch it a billion times, but like, it's a solid watch. I wanted, I'm gonna give I wanted it, to watch it. Yeah, I'm gonna give it a seven point nine. Um, and I'll admit it's like up my alley. Like, I don't think if it wasn't you know to my taste as much, I wouldn't like this as much. But like, no, it, it is though. Um, but so I I just upgraded my iPhone, so I get the uh, Apple TV Plus for a year now. And I'll tell you, I was amazed that how little, like, the offerings are different from, like, day one. Like, they have got Greyhound, I've got, like, one or two other shows, and other than that, it's the same stuff that was there last November. And I was just shocked. Like, there's literally a dozen things on Apple TV+, and they want you to pay for it. Hmm. Yeah, never gonna happen. No. No. What, what bothers me? Can we get into this now? So go ahead. Go you ahead. got Apple Plus, TV Plus, free because you updated your phone. You're upgraded to your phone, correct? Right. And then the only other way to do that is to pay. And like you said, there's only a dozen shows. But the thing is, it's at the higher price point for a lot of these streamers. What is the price point? Is it? That was the one thing I thought. It's only like six bucks a month. I thought it was higher. Um, I, if somebody could look that up, I'm looking it up now. That'd be great. Um, but the, but the, my my regardless of the price in the end my my main concern is it's 4.99 a month 4.99 okay so it's not it's not crazy. it is low it's low but also you don't get anything zero i mean zero like things. i mean it's 60 bucks a month like a, i mean there's a hundred times more stuff on netflix for what four times the price mm-hmm. yeah um, so. but it, but either way my main problem is this is an apple studios i guess is what whatever they're going to name themselves and they have this streaming thing already but for some reason they don't actually sell it for rent on itunes i tried finding oh, they, it they put it behind the yeah. paywall like you can't even yeah, yeah. i tried yeah. i tried finding it on um like a month and a half two months after it came out and i could not find it to buy or or rent on apple on itunes the itunes app whatever whatever it's called nowadays yeah, because I'll tell you, if this was a six dollar rental, I would recommend it. Yeah, I'd spend you know, like I'd a spend regular. That amount, I'd spend that amount of money if I'm really bored and desperate. I would have dropped twenty bucks to buy it, and then yeah, you know, deal but with it then. They're probably they're desperate for uh, subscribers, so they want to put it behind this wall to try and get you on board. Yeah, you know. Well, that was the whole thing. This is a Sony movie they just bought. I mean, this right. is going to be released in theaters. Right. And then the you know, pandemic. But like, happened. you compare that to like Hulu and Netflix, where they've done the same thing, where they've bought TV shows, and I'm pretty sure they're available on demand as well, for like some. Yeah, of this. Netflix, some Netflix movies you can actually rent. Yeah. Uh, but 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 it's just at this point. Yeah, granted, COVID and everything, but. I think when Apple launched this whole thing, they said we're going to spend like yeah, it was a like quarter a, a quarter of the amount that Netflix spends on material. weren't they going to spend like something like a billion dollars on this? Yeah, there, there is like stuff in the pipeline. It's just 
you know, and maybe look, you know, I maybe we're being a little unfair because like their offerings just started rolling out and you know, the last, you know, nine months or whatever being as disruptive as they are, maybe that broke things up a little bit. Um, but you know, it's and look, we we just criticized Disney too for like almost the same thing for like the first year, there was barely anything on it but for the Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, new, new exclusive content. content. Right. I mean, obviously, obviously you had the whole Disney back catalog in there yeah. too, which made and it you know, well yeah. worth it. They, they didn't drop it all at once, which was smart on them. They like slowly have been leaking things out, which yeah. is. It's also nice. movies. Disney has had a lot of movies that came out yep. towards the end of this year, particularly like holiday specials. I think there was some, mm-hmm. some movie with Anna Kendrick and whatever it is. But That was last year. No, no, no. There was a new one. There was, oh, was there? Or no, is it? It's not Anna Kendrick. It's um. Oh, because the Anna Kendrick. Yeah, so, so similar to the, that vein type thing where yeah, either actress way. type thing. Either but, way, but like they do have some stuff that does come out. Um, but I, I don't know. I don't know. Apple TV Plus is it's bottom of the list for me. I can't. I can't do it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I don't um I don't have any reason to say otherwise. Um, I mean, I mean it's, great it's great for the price, price I'm paying right now. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so many of these things are just like riders. Like, you know, I get Peacock because I have Comcast. I've got Hulu because I have Spotify. I've got, you know, HBO Max because... You have HBO. You have HBO Max. Well, you have HBO. Prime because... Right. I mean, I would have HBO regardless. Um, and then, like, you know, you get Prime because you want to get the free shipping, you know, you don't even really give a shit about the videos, so that's a nice add-on. Yeah, I get the music, too. Um, so it's really, like, I'm paying for, like, two in my mind, like, you know, Netflix and, um, uh, and HBO, and I guess technically I get CBS, too, because... <laughs> Why not? That's Star Trek episodes. Yeah, well, really Frasier, but... Uh, <laughs> oh, all right. That's Was it Frasier and uh, well, they, okay, so Frasier is on Peacock and it's on Hulu, or was at one point. Let me guess, half the seasons which, are on Which one. I have, but it's with commercials, and I didn't want to watch it with commercials, so I bought some Wait, guests. and now they also have Channel Wait, you have Hulu so with commercials? Yeah, that's the free one. Wait, C- CBS has Channel oh, League? Okay. Yeah, online. Oh. Oh, yeah, it's weird. It's weird. It's like... It went from Fox to Turner to CBS of all places. But Champions League gets passed around like, you know. It does. Well, it was on Fox for the longest time. But anyway, let's talk about which one were we hitting up next, Mank? Mank. We're going into Mank. All right. Long overdue. Get your Mank on. It's like our first Oscar bait movie. Uh, yeah. Well, no, Uncle Frank. Trial of Chicago. Oh yeah, so, uh, yeah. yeah all right. Right. So we're in the season yeah. then. How's that? Oh yeah, yeah. We, we are. Season. We are like, we are waist deep into the season of Oscar baiting movies. Chin, um, <laughs> maybe knee height. No, they're they're all dropping right now. No, like, it's definitely waist height. Yeah, because like Netflix came out what like a month ago at, with like a commercial being like, look at all these Oscar bait movies that we have rights to. They're all coming. We're dropping one a week. So like it's happening. Um, so well, it's. I mean, with with this whole fucked up year and everything yeah. like that, we're probably at waist height for for like a normal year. I wouldn't say that because like, but stuff is only just coming out now. Yeah. Like it's only been the last month or two, whereas it usually starts in like October. Right. Um, right. Mm. 
Anyway, anyway Mank is <laughs> a Netflix original by uh, David Fincher on a script from his dad, actually. Right, um, yeah. Passed away in 03. Um, wrote about uh, Herman Mankiewicz, who was the writer for Citizen Kane. Among other things. Um, with Orson <laughs> Right, among other things. Wonderful Life. And Wizard of Oz. Wizard of Oz. Yeah. Wizard of Oz. Um, um what else? Uh, also, uh, Pride of the Yankees. <laughs> a lot of old-timey films. Well, I mean, it was the 30s. This movie takes place in the 30s. I know, just for those people who... Are and imagine gonna... in, like, 20 years, we have to specify what 30s. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the Roaring 20s. Oh, Every, everybody has been talking... Okay, minor... minor. Uh, go, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Everybody on CNBC has been dropping the word, like, Roaring Twenties. Like, that's guaranteed to happen again. <laughs> like, it's, oh, once we get the vaccine, we'll be back to yeah. the Roaring Well, 20s. everybody, like, what the fu- like, everybody referred to the 2020s as the Roaring Twenties because they were excited because the Roaring Twenties would be back because so many people apparently idolized that period. Dude, you know, like, the it was- 1720s, that was great. <laughs> But you know, I mean, the twenties do seem pretty cool until the depression. yeah, it's, right? it's, it's kind of dark where you're like, yeah, let's all ignore the impending economic doom that's coming at us. Yeah. But you don't know that's going to happen. No, no. So, so let's ban alcohol and all hey, you become gangsters. Seems- <laughs> that was that was the nice upside thing. That that was the nice upside if we had all these like roaring twenty themed parties for like the first two months. Of oh, this year. I know. And now, do you think that's gonna die? Do you think that's dead the now? The roaring twenties. I I think it's gonna come back even harder this time around. Oh yeah. Oh shit. I yeah, think the pandemic made it's it. It's like hard. the second wave. Yeah. My wedding. My wedding had the slight theme of the twenties. Yeah. You know the sign- signature it? cocktails, the mm-hmm. table settings. A lot of it was Roaring Twenties themes. I mean, we, my wife and I just bought a uh, murder mystery game that takes place back then. So, I mean, <laughs> when everybody's though. inoculated, heads up, we got to play. And we cannot do it via Skype, unfortunately. Yeah. We have I'll to do it in person. Tub gin. Um, oh, man, that'd be great. All right, anyway, back to Meg here. <laughs> anyway, back to Meg. Um, so it's it's kind of this. So, so essentially, the, the whole movie is about... Um, you know, truthfully, it's tough to give you a quick like description of what the movie's about. It's about the process <laughs> of about... writing Citizen Kane, with flashbacks to is, his he life do before. It that much. Yeah, it, it's right. a bunch of it's it's actually filmed in the style that Citizen oh, Kane was this, filmed. In. This is a kind of like a love story to that style of Hollywood filming. Because yeah. it's, it's very it's much very, very much the golden way. age of Hollywood sort of nostalgia. I mean, there was yeah, even it, that like yeah. intro shot of them at the uh, at the house Studio. where he's about to no like he's about to write like sit down like they put him in the bed and they're like here's everything you know you have to do this this is every like the sound was echoey like it was in a studio like it. Yeah. It was. I mean, very the sound nice. design. Oh, was, right. The sound design is like purposefully. Yes. It's made in the style. Of like yes. The 20s yes. Movie. You can even see the um, and it's some of the like scenes. You can even see like the the film blotches in the right. in yeah. the corner of the. And, corner. And especially like the fadeaway shots between. Oh yeah, scenes. tons of fadeaway yeah. fadeaways. Like where it would like yeah, fade to like, black, but like the light bulb would still be bright, and then yeah. that would fade. Like that was, I was now so. Did we like this? 
<laughs> from an artistic point of view, this movie was great. It, 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 the sound design was great. The set design was great. The acting was really well. My problem is, why is there a 60-year-old actor playing a 30-year-old person? That, that was your problem? No, that was the beginning of my problem. But, like, seriously, like, why was a 60-year-old actor playing a 30-year-old man? Yeah, because Gary, Cause Gary I'll, 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 I'll just tell you this, Gary Oldman, I've, no one has any idea how old he is or where he's from, <laughs> but he does, I mean, if you if you told me he was supposed to be 30 or 30, in his 30s even, we'll say, um, yeah, it, did, it didn't really he, sell it to yeah. me. You're right, they, they like, cast everybody around him in their much, 30s. Yeah, much younger than him, and he was noticeably a lot older than everyone yeah, around Yeah, you're him. right. See, I didn't, I didn't, honestly, honestly, I didn't know he was supposed to be in his 30s. I didn't either until no I looked idea. it up. See, here's the thing, though. He, he's, he's already past his prime, though. Right. You know, he's already supposed to be, like, semi-washed up. So, it kind of fits. Now, it, I mean, if you look at it through that lens, specifically through that lens, but... I'm, okay, it, my biggest gripe with this movie, and I'll spill the beans now. I don't know, I don't know if there's a spoiler. To there's no spoiler. spoiler. This movie is solely made for people who actually either A, enjoy, or B, know about 1920s movies. I and disagree studios, with you, Chris. Studios in particular. I disagree with you because I know and love those movies, and I did not like this movie. I had no <laughs> clue. Throughout this whole movie, I had no clue who anybody was. I'm in the same boat. No idea. Here's the thing, and that's one of my complaints. This is one of those movies that has like a billion names. Yes. And it's just like, and the movie expects you to know all of them. That's the problem. It's like, you do realize you have to give me something to go on. So like, so Marion Davis... Her, uh, that's Amanda uh, Seyfried, or however you say it last night. Yeah, 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 yeah. Her character was apparently married to Ran- William Randolph first. I mean, that I got. Yeah, she was like his girl. Charles that Rand. I got. Right. I've, like, seen, I've seen Citizen Kane, so I knew what they were talking right, about. Right, right. But, but like, I, like, watching it when she was like, she called, what did she call him when Daddy. you first meet her? Daddy. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, it's her father because it's 1920s and that's, that's what, what people thought. used to call. And so like, then like the whole, towards the end of the movie, I was like, you wait, guys keep saying 1920s. This is like the late 30s into yeah, well, the 40s. Well, no, but the, all the flashbacks are like the early 30s. Yeah, Sorry. early, like the yeah. early mid thirties. Sorry, but yeah, so like all the flashbacks of like the early thirties and what, I, like I'm just like sitting there. I'm like, I'm with Chris. I'm like, there's so many names, and I'm like, I don't know who these people. I was on Wikipedia more than I was paying attention to this movie because I was trying to figure out who they were talking about. In the problem, oh, for real, like I, I mean, I, I feel like I didn't like I know who William Randolph Hearst is, and you know. Orson Welles. Oh, yeah, well, definitely Orson Welles. I didn't think it was that hard to follow in that respect. Like, there's that one scene where, you know, Mr. Meyer, which, I mean, I guess I sort of knew that because it's MGM. Right, 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 right. But, like, you know, um, sorry, what was I going to say? Yeah, you know, I mean, like, (laughs) they have the fan service sort of part of it where, you know, it's like Shirley Temple and, like, John Barrymore and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. I can understand if 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 that didn't ring home. But, like, 
you found it kind of hard, hard to get everybody. Like, there's a lot of characters, I guess, and there's his brother, and there's another guy that kind of looks like his brother, and I thought they were the same characters at some yeah. point. Like, the guy who... Is he, no. Well, there's another... There's a different guy who kills himself, but there's another mm-hmm. guy that just dies early, and I thought that was his brother, but it wasn't. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's confusing. It's very confusing. And I'll tell you... What my my big gripe was that kind of led to the confusion. It jumps around way. Oh yeah, especially during the like the 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 you know the finale. I guess you would say like him finishing the work, like where it jumps between like what's going on in quote present day and then back to that party where he's like completely shit faced and going off on everybody. Like it keeps jumping back and forth. Oh, it was awful. I it was so confusing. I hated it. It's not it's not confusing. There's a there's a point where you can do um uh it's not is it a monologue? Yeah. There's a point where you can do monologues where it's you know confusing but it's short and you kind of get it. Yeah. And then there's monologues where it can be so long that you pay attention that in the beginning because you're like, oh, this is a monologue. I should yeah. pay attention. Yeah. And then you actually, and then by the time it's like three quarters of the way done, you're mentally drained mm-hmm. and you just don't listen to the rest. Yeah. And that's entirely like, what happened. Like with you me. got the idea of the monologue like, you know, oh, a while 15 ago. minutes yeah. ago. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I, I, love, I, I love Gary Oldman too. Oh, I, I do too. I could not, I could not sit there and listen to that anymore but so by saying it was confusing that that final scene i'm not saying i didn't understand what i was confused about is why they kept jumping back and forth like that's why it was confusing. Right. It was the frequency yeah it was the frequency in which they were jumping yeah. it was like you had nothing to kind of like hold exactly onto and like absorb what was going yes. on like it was just disorienting it wasn't like I didn't understand it or like I understood there was two different times but like you were doing it so quick that like I don't know like I was, you never I was you never had a moment to like sink in soak it you know yeah. like uh, do, you, do the, you feel I was gonna say do you guys feel that there should have been a ten a, 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 a side you should have stayed on like flashbacks or, or at least relate to flashbacks or present day Specifically, I think with these I, flashback movies, you like you're stuck to the present. Like this is it. Yeah. But this time around, I'm like, I don't know where to place my hat on. Whether or not I, would, I should be I would focusing s- on that. I would stay in the flashback since the whole point of this movie is why he wrote Citizen Kane. Right, right, right. But like, especially like, um, that moment where with the guy who kills himself. Like I was sitting there, I'm like, oh no you are again yeah like who is it's just, this it doesn't character? land like as an important it's supposed to be a really important moment but it just doesn't land because i have yeah. no idea who this guy is right i think part of the failing too is like i never really liked gary oldman's character and i love gary oldman as an actor but like did you guys ever i don't know i don't know if empathy is the right word but like I never, I wasn't like pulling for him. No. At all. Like, I wasn't like pulling for Hearst either, but it's like, this guy shows up at the party like a total yeah. fucking mess. Yeah. Like, when you really, like, I'm, I mean, this isn't the guy I'm like, you know, hitching my wagon right. to. Yeah. I mean, it's, the, right. There's no like moment of redemption. He's just, you know, the like, you know, the lovable tramp the whole time, mm-hmm. but there's no lovable yeah. part. Yeah. You're right. We're post that. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, I like, I thought he was, he was coming off a little bit creeper-ish too on a lot of scenes. Cause you're, you're right. And now that I think about it, like he's supposed to be 30. 
Yeah. And he's essentially well, like, like having this little tryst thing oh, with so Amanda like, Siegfried's character. So it, also like his wife yeah, is like I was gonna say, in her 20s. Uh, yeah, Tupper, uh, Tuppence Middleton is like early 30s, late 20s, early 30s. And like the first scene with both of them there, I'm like, oh, it's just like his maid, I guess. Or like That's someone who works for him. I thought it was him. like a mistress or something. I didn't know who I it was. It was. Yeah, I thought it was like a friend who's like yeah. taking care of like, him or whatever. I didn't know there was a romantic connection there at all because I'm like, also, oh, like, he's totally her grandfather at this point. Like, it was kind of weird. And I, I just, Gary Oldman is a good actor. I think he was miscast. Also, like, yeah, I just well, I don't understand okay. why the need to have. I don't either. Because because this, this is what Netflix did. Let's make an Oscar movie. What do we want to do? Oh, let's make it about the movie industry. Oh, is it? What are we gonna do that's unique? Oh, let's make it black and white. Oh, what else are we gonna do? We're gonna make a movie about making movies about one of the best movies supposedly ever created. Oh, what else? Oh, let's get Gary Oldman. I don't think this so, was in Netflix's uh, court to make any of those decisions. Yeah, I think that's Fincher. Because I mean, David yeah. and like I gotta put this in here too. Love David Fincher. Oh yeah, like, I mean, yeah. I, Zodiac, Gone Girl, Social Network. I've, those movies are great. Like, you know, Alien 3. Uh, <laughs> uh, but, like, even uh, when I, I was watching the um, the intro and, like, because it's David Fincher, I know who's doing the music, but, like, it's kind of a nice reminder that, like, Tr- uh, Trent Reznor is, like, the, the music guy. I'm like, oh, this is awesome. And in the beginning, I loved it because it sounded very, like, 1930s-esque music, but then it gets lost. And I kind of forgot what the soundtrack sounded like. Like it was just very generic to me. Yeah, I, I I forget if this was a conversation I had with you guys during the week or somewhere else, but somebody was saying how they made sure to use instruments that were, um, you know, available at the time or whatever, mm-hmm. and in that style and everything. And I just heard that and I was like, this had a soundtrack. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, and I'll, I'll be honest with you, and it, it goes very well with, with the other movie we're going to talk about in a minute, um, Sound of Metal. I just walked away. Look, I, I like the black and white, make it as, you know, in the vein of, like, Golden Age Hollywood style, but it, it, it just came off like a gimmick to me. It didn't, like, add anything in the movie, like, you know. Like, it's cool to see, but was it really necessary? I mean, I, I liked seeing a lot of the stuff because you're very much, like, immersed and, in, in, you know, brought back to that age of just even, like, how they film the movie, how it's, like, a car on, like, a track and, like, mm-hmm. you know, really Randolph Hearst is, like, sitting in the back of it. Like, that, that little stuff, like, I, I find to be cool. Um... But, yeah, man, I, it's one of those movies where, and this is a longer one, too, I think, right? This is like two hours, two hours ten minutes. You, you could have cut 40 but minutes like, out of this. Easily. Easily. I mean, I, I just remember looking at it, and, you know, I, I watched it, I guess, in pieces, so it wasn't the best experience. But I just remember, like, an hour and 20 minutes in being like, when does the movie start? Yeah. yeah. Like, and it, it just seems like it never gets this was a also, movie. This movie also has the problem of thinking that if characters talk fast, that means they're talking cleverly. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, Sorkinitis. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, okay, yeah, I get it. They could talk fast, yeah. but, like, that doesn't mean what they're saying is clever. Right. 
Oh, that that is like kind of the style, right? It's like that. I guess there's that, the word for it is like Middle Atlantic. You know, the like is it British? Is it like FDR kind yeah, of? Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, Cary Grant is like dead on, but like yeah, the like Audrey Hepburn like you know like just where they keep spitting words back at you. But yeah, it, it's it definitely does that though. I, I will freely admit that. But I think I we're bearing the lead here. Uh, Bill Nye the Science Guy is in this movie. Was he? Re- yeah. I did not he see is. him. He's, I noticed he's Upton that. Sinclair. He's Upton Sinclair. Ah. You see him for like a second because I remember like because he, he's across like like a he's a block away from the speech Upton Sinclair is giving. I heard the voice. I'm like, it's Bill Nye the Science Guy. And then they did like a kind of close-in shot, and I was looking at him like, yeah, that's Bill Nye the Science Guy. Bill, 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 Bill. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah, I let's have a, let's, I, I let's, wish... let's have a movie about an influence. Let's throw in an influence selection in the movie too, just to <laughs> make it more Oscar baity. Yeah, no, this, this movie this has to, this movie's going to be Oscar-y. sold. This movie's going to be sold in the Oscar, like you know, elite. Well, you think and they're? It, it's it's one of those. It's about Hollywood, so they're going to like it. Yeah, they're going to sell it. Right. They're gonna sell it like that. They're gonna sell it because it's kind of like La La Land it's, it's, was about. It's right, it's right up there. It's about like the influence elections and things like that. It's right up California's alley. It's right up California's alley. It's certain. Yeah, it certainly has some of those like call signs of like you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. you know, Fincher's had a lot of success. Everybody likes Gary Oldman. Like, yeah. You know, yeah. The way it's shot, it's old Hollywood. Yeah. Like, That's- but. I don't know. I think it's going to be kind of a weak year too. So yeah, you, know, oh yeah. you never know. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, think, I really don't think this deserves anything. Maybe maybe cinematography, but that's that's just because yeah, it's like black produ- and white. I bet, I production. Bet, like, you'll see like some technical oh, yeah, like, like production yep. design, production maybe design. sound design, costume maybe. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure some of that stuff you'll you'll see it. But um, I guess say one thing with just you know with the Netflix movies too. It's so weird because between what it normally would be like with a theatrical release, this movie, like, it comes out, everybody is, like, kind of hype. Like, Fincher's, like, a big deal. This is about Citizen Kane. Like, it got, you know, the machine behind it. It comes out, everybody watches it, and it's gone. Like, the, 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 it all just stops the discussion. Like, I don't think I saw a single thing about Mank this week. Yeah, because nobody liked it. Uh, I mean, it got... there's a few of them. It got yeah. I, I positive was, reviews on both Metacritic and Rotten Tomatoes. I have I have seen people say it gets better with a second watch. I don't doubt that. I'm not giving I'm it sure a second I will watch. watch it again. I will not give this a second watch. I have no interest in seeing it. Fair. Um, but you know, I I also like don't subscribe to. Well, it gets better. You know, yeah. It's gonna it's gonna meet a yeah. certain level the first. Oh, I agree. Let's rank it. Yes, let's rank it. All right. Sean's first. Me? Ooh, I gave it a 6.8. I guess I'll go with a 7. Okay. Um, I basically said it's fine. 7.5. All right. I gave it a 7 as well. All right, so whatever we gave, like, uh, what was the other Gary Oldman one? The one in Churchill. It's like it's like almost the same movie. Dark, Darkest Hours. <laughs> yeah, yeah, where it's like hour. it's fine. I actually really wanted to watch that the other day, and I can't, I can't find it. It's fine. 
<laughs> I know, but I was in the mood for like a, a UK resistance movie. Oh, you want? Yeah, you want? I'll give you the movie to watch. Watch. Um, there's another Churchill one. It's uh, oh god, into the storm. Or oh yeah, I saw that one too. I I don't know why. I like the uh, Gary Oldman one better. I don't I don't know why. Yeah, that one's on HBO. Um, anyway. Under our second movie tonight, uh, Sound of Metal, which uh, was supposed to come out uh, in theaters earlier this year and got, uh, obviously that gets sidetracked, so uh, this is about a, uh, I mean, what, metal, metal? metal drummer. I was going to say punk rock, but that's not, no, no metal drummer, uh, played by Riz Ahmed, uh, who goes through, just wakes up one day and is starting to have hearing problems and it gets worse and he finds out he's going to lose his hearing entirely. And, uh, it's about his struggles with that. Um, you know, he's also had a somewhat troubled past of like addiction and stuff like that. So he, his girlfriend checks him into this. Like, like recovery, recovery house for deaf, deaf people, mm-hmm. and um, you know, just kind of learns how to how to live with it. And um, you know, overall, I really like this movie. I thought it was, um, yeah. You know, we don't get a lot of movies that I don't know. You have to think about and like it kind of reevaluates your perspective on things. Like I wouldn't want every movie to be like this, but like I like it when you when I get these like that are a little bit more complex, you know. And this, it's not like it's super, you know, up its own ass or anything like that either. It's like a very straightforward, like you know, what would you do? You know, I think like a big thing of this year is a lot of it is like, you know, how do you deal with losing stuff you've taken for granted, and. Very much the case of this movie is, you know, he's, which, you know, the, the irony, I mean, like, it, it has the plot that, like, you know, from, like, a thousand feet in the air sounds really dumb and, like, you know, overly ironic of, like, oh, well, he's a rock guy who loses his hair, but, um, you know, I think it works in part because, you know, Rizzo is just a great actor. I've, I've loved him in almost everything he's been in. You know him from stuff like Rogue One and Nightcrawler and, um, he was just in, what was it, Venom? Yeah. Yeah, he yeah, he's, he's, he's yeah, generic bad, bad guy. Jason Bourne, he was like a bad guy. So, um, you know, he's been in some stuff. Night of, if you watch that on HBO. Um, guys, what did you think? I can I can go. It, so it could it it could have been a decent movie to me. I mean, it had the uh, it had like a good underlying story, but I I just think it was not executed well enough for me. I I think they. I don't personally. I don't think there was enough drama in this, or at least they didn't show it accurately. Because I really think that they missed missed a few marks, particularly with somebody who's clearly in his later twenties or or even early thirties for that matter. You know, they just lost their hearing. I I feel like they missed a few points there where it's probably going to be a little bit more emotional if something like that happens to you. And I'm not gonna lie, some of it was just pretty boring. It was nothing. There was no real stressor. There was no real relation to a lot of things. It, but but it, then again, like our family, we have family friends that have a deaf child, and, and I mean the the dinner conversation is that does happen. Um, there's a lot of banging, but it's uh, you know it, that that can that can relate. But it's just. I don't know. I, I feel like they missed a lot of the marks there. I, th- I think mm-hmm. it could have been. You could have had a lot more drama, particularly at the end. You could have had a lot more. Yeah. Um, 
stuff involved with that. I didn't like the ending too much. I knew it. I knew it because it was kind of an open ending. I was like, Chris is gonna hate this. I know what I know what I know what he was doing in the end, but I I kind of wanted to see him come out triumphant with something. You know, um, it 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 doesn't it, it brought you down and it brought it because he you know you went down with him and then you came back up a little bit, but the, and then he kind of got over it and he kind of learned. It was, it was almost like non It was just not mentioned that like he learned sign. He, he learned all these other things. He became mm-hmm. like a part of the community, and then he goes back to his girl. And then in the end, nothing really. There's no victory. Yeah. So it okay. was just kind of blah. Well, it is. It is. It is a murky ending. Um, do we want to discuss it, or I mean, we don't have to discuss the ending now, but I guess I already because it's kind of. I'm willing to discuss it. More so spoilers, I guess. Well, yeah. well. But, let me just say this. I watched this movie and my initial reaction was all right. Why don't I like this movie? Or I should say, why don't I like this movie as much as I think I should like this movie? And cause like my, my gut reaction was, eh, but my like higher brain was like, dude, this is a good movie. This might even be a great movie. What's your problem? And I've been like mulling over this, and I think I narrowed it down. And it's that middle bit where he's at the uh, like rehab house or halfway. Yeah. It's not a halfway house, but the rehab house. And it's you know what it is. It's just that whole section is just a bunch of vignettes. Mm-hmm. And we don't really get, like, any of the other characters at that place. We don't yeah. really get to know them. You get we little snippets here snippets and there, here but and there, it's but not like, enough to attach yourself to any of the characters. Like, I would, I'd like to get to know these other people. What are their problems? Like, can, I, I don't think the movie's about that. No, it's though. not. But, like, to put them front and center yeah, in this a, movie, you kind of need something. It's a good, like, juxtaposition with his, uh, the stuff he's dealing with. Yeah. You know, and just, like, also get really help the audience who may be unfamiliar with this stuff. Like, what's the different, like, ways one deals with going deaf? Yeah. You know, or like, were all these people going deaf or were some of them just born deaf? You know, are the, is there a difference between those two things? You know, we don't really get any other characters. And like, I get where it's like, the focus is, has to be on him, but like, just juxtapositionally, that helps us understand him a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Like the the way I described it, my notes here is like the characters in this were all a bunch of very interesting wallpaper. Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, where it's like you're, they you're right. they were interesting, but just there was there was lacking a, a little bit of life to them. Yeah, I th- I think the the most you ever really spent with a character, which you don't, the movie doesn't really get into. Like I guess there's a friendship there is the. The woman that he designs the tattoo for. Yeah, like I'd like and then to she get gets to know it her. done on his back. Like, and she ends up helping him sell his stuff and what. Like, it seems like they became kind of close friends. Well, yeah, at this why commune, why didn't she like, go to Paris with him? 
Well, I get that. Because they're not. Yeah, but like, yeah, I understand. No, that. I, like you could have wrote, you could have written this, wrote this story a little yeah, bit. Yeah, but I, I understand I, why she. Didn't. I'm, I'm perfectly fine with her, her not going to Paris with him, like because mm-hmm. she, she's kind of she's a, kind of, she's kind of that new yeah, life he's life. making there, whereas him going to Paris is him trying to reconnect with his old life. Right. Which, one thing that I don't understand about this movie, is, so, you have. The whole movie, him setting up, him accepting who he is, and then it's like all of a sudden he goes and gets the surgery. Yeah, that, that third act, it is felt just very rushed on him wanting to get that surgery. I understand why he oh, did yeah. it because he oh, saw like yeah. he saw his girlfriend. You know, she's you know experimenting with the new music. He can't hear it, but like. I feel like it was rushed. Like, if that's the sole reason for him and, to go and, and get if, this surgery. If we surgery, had, like, spent, like, more time at that house and really got to know, like, even, like, that teacher was, like, like who was she? Yeah. yeah. She seemed kind of interesting. The, the class. Like, he all yeah. of a sudden just became, like, part of the class. Like, right? I would have what the hell? He kind of, like, bonded with the kid. Yeah, like yeah, yeah like, like when like he's how, doing the drums on the slide with the kid, and the kid's like enjoying it, like listening to the, the vibrations. Like, how did everybody react? See, I think you guys, you guys just wanted to be like a ten episode Netflix series. No, <laughs> no, no. I think you could have written it. No, well, I, I think you do because you want to go into all these little I, like. I understand, oh, no, 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 no. John. I understand that, but the problem is, is this movie set itself up for needing those things when, like probably didn't need those things but it set itself up these are the things that we wanted and it didn't deliver to us you didn't need to have if they were writing it that way they did he they did not need to have any of those other deaf people in the house it could have just been the dude yeah focus on that well he has to talk to people right but he went to school you don't think though you don't think the the like the whole thing and look there's there is I don't want to say gimmicky because I think this is a gimmick that actually works, but, you know, the whole aspect of him just being totally lost, and then, you know, over time, the the movie does this thing where, um, you know, all these people are signing and and whatever, and as he learns it, you actually get subtitles, so you understand what they're actually saying. No, no, I I like that. That was cool. But yeah. like right, and I think the whole like all the sound yeah. design. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, Just like really Mank, good. artistically, this movie was great. The choices that they made between silence and noise was amazing. The fact that they started off with no subtitles with the sign, and then towards the end, as he understood sign, they went with the subtitles. Like all that stuff is great, and I loved it. The problem was this movie was a two-hour movie that was way too long. Way or, too long. They, just, they threw in so too, much. It spent too much time on parts it didn't really have to spend too much yes, time on. Yes, It didn't have enough drama for me. Like, it had a bit a bit too much at the beginning, where it's like, you know, I kind of understand he's going deaf, and that's hard yeah. for him. Like, it spent a bit too much time there, where it's like, I kind of got the idea, you know, you didn't have to spend that much time. A bit too much time at the end as well, where it's like... Like, did I really need to learn all that stuff about her father? She wasn't that important to the story. It's yeah. it's all about him. Um, I, I wouldn't say she's like unimportant. No, though. but like, like she he's a big she's a all big, of a sudden like she has a rich dad. Like it's kind of like thrown in there like towards the end. Like, yeah, was, all of a sudden a little... it's like, oh look at that, she has a rich dad yeah, like, who lives in France. Oh, well, he mentions that earlier, but it doesn't. I mean, it doesn't really matter. It's not. It doesn't progress or take anything. He away. goes to a party. That's the whole. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. 
Yeah. Also, yeah, I love how the dad does have that, like... And, like, this is from me, like, looking at these for, like, two seconds, but, like, there's, like, a $10,000, like, meat slice <laughs> just in the back of the kitchen. Like, just, just chilling there. Um, but I, I should, like, just back this up. I like this movie a lot more than Make. Really? Yeah, oh, yeah. It, it's just... This, this movie's a lot less, like, jerking itself off the whole time. <laughs> Well, yeah, yeah, I mean, I, like I have I my guess. problems with yeah. it, but like it's just it's a much nicer movie. It's a much um, more emotional movie. Yeah, like I understand, Chris, where you're coming from, where you're saying it doesn't have a lot of drama. I would agree with you. I mean, I just think it's more of like a meditative kind of movie of like, you know, like I kind of said in the beginning, like it's one that you know you kind of think about more, not that like, mm. you know. You're underthinking it or whatever, but like, you know, I think it's just about like, hey, this guy loses pretty much literally everything in his life yeah. that's important to him. And but it doesn't show you know, him just, not accept it, but move on from that. Well, it that, doesn't actually. Sh- he doesn't want to move on. He I yeah. mean, he gets the he gets surgery because he's failed yeah. to move but on. But the, the problem is, and that's what he, the last it, scene is is him yeah. moving on. No, yeah. I get that, but I want to see that. Like it, it would make such. A, it would make me so much happier if it's just he conquered this thing and is now mm-hmm. a better person instead of he just realized it. Show me. Show me, well, cut a bunch out, and then show me his my, like, victory over this. My oh, problem is, Chris, I understand where you're coming from, and it feels like it's going that way when he's no, in no, the no, house. Like, this. No, no, I know, but like, it feels like it's going that way. And then all of a sudden, like, literally all of a sudden, he sells everything and gets the surgery. Like, it, it, it kind of, the movie does like an about face on like his trajectory, and there's no real, like, well, solid reasoning for it, and it was very confusing why you would make this decision well, as, a, like, as a movie maker. I'm just push back a bit, where it's like the ending is that. Like, granted, it's not like a triumphant thing, but like you remember earlier, the guy who runs the house said, like, that moment of peace that you find. Where you just are in the stillness, in the, uh, the, the, the quietness, that that's, you know, that's where you find God, or I forget how he phrased it. And that's what happens at the end. Yeah. He takes the yeah. things out, and he just finds peace at that moment. And I think, too, like, you know, the second he gets the implants, and you hear it, and you just realize that it's like... Him, you know, yes, he can still sort of hear, but it's just this, like, so much, like, uglier version of reality. Well, like, she says it's, she's, you're tricking your brain to think it's hearing when it's actually not. Oh, that's, yeah. I, I, I guess I missed yeah. that part, but, um, you know, and I mean, that moment to me just, like, hits, like, a ton of bricks. Like, that's, like, uh, you know, Twilight Zone time enough at last when his fucking glasses break, sort of. Yeah. Thing. Like, you know, he's invested so much into this. I mean, he sold his... Sold everything. Um, yeah, sold The mixer, sold the drum set, the RV, like, everything is gone. Yeah. Um, everything everything left in his life, he sold to get it, and it's just so yeah. empty and hard. Which I don't understand why he didn't come forward and say that. Which movies, in general, have this, like... What do you, what so do you when... Mean? um. 
like when he meets his girlfriend in France at the end and she's like, oh, you, how'd you how'd you pay for it? He's like, oh, don't worry about it. Like, I mean, he's embarrassed. I understand that he's oh, he's incredible. I understand that he's embarrassed. But like every movie does this where it's like the horrible communication between characters can easily be solved by just telling the truth. Well, once. Sean, here, here's the thing. I mean, they're not going to bridge the gap that's going to exist. One, Sean, uh, that's how story work. Stories work. Stories I know, but it's are annoying. always about stupid people. It's annoying. That's just how they work. I know. I know. It's annoying. I wish and like, they would And like, too, it meets, but... it, it like matches the character. This is a guy who's kind of on the run from himself. Mm-hmm. You know, he's a former yeah. addict. The only. Like, literally every Riz Ahmed. <laughs> like, he. Have you guys seen Nightcrawler? No. no. Oh, it's, he's, he's great in that, too. But so like, like, you know, he. The only place he found peace was in the music and in his girlfriend, and he's about to lose both those. Yeah, so, but, but he did lose. But the thing is, I don't understand why he got rid of the music stuff at least. Because he like, needed the surgery, he, he figured he'd get it all yeah. back. Because remember, he's like, "Oh, I have right. to buy buy this back." I In like eight this. weeks, I can no, come I back know, buy it all with for like ten percent more. Then I guess I just didn't like the about face where he's blending and he's accepting this new life, and then he just sells everything and has yeah, the surgery. Like, I, it, I, it's I, a very. I abrupt. guess I just didn't. Yeah. I, feel I like didn't the, think that fit well. The, the setup to that, that's sort of my whole argument, the setup to that could have been done better by like introducing other characters and that helping us understand him a little bit better. Yeah. yeah. And, 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 you know, I'll, I'll be real with you. Like, you know, it is a longer movie and like a lot of like independent sort of movies. Like it takes its time. To explain oh, yeah. Some of oh, yeah. Yes. And there could definitely be some efficiency achieved, but. I don't, I don't know. I didn't find as big I mean, of a problem I mean, with that. I, I often do, but I didn't. My, my problem case. wasn't less with the length as it was just where they spent their time. I feel like mm-hmm. they could have spent mm-hmm. the time more with the people at the house and less on, like, especially the first and third acts. I feel like the second act kind of was lacking. Hmm. All right. Shall we? Uh, do we want to rate this? it? Yeah. Who wants uh, to go first? I'll go first. I'll go first. I give mm. it a eight four. Wow. Oh, that's a, oh, that's, a that's a lot higher than what it sounds. I know. Like. I yeah. agree. John. Uh, I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say eight point nine. Wow. Okay. Chris. Seven. Seven. I went with a seven three. So. Yeah, so uh, two of us really like this movie, and the other two, okay. I don't know. Yeah, it, was, it, was okay. it was okay. It was, like I said, I feel like the art style was well done. The technicals, all that stuff was well done. I just wish it the plot was different. Like, in, in cer- certain plot points were different, I should say. In, in fairness to this movie, I was harping on that stuff. One, to just, you know... Give me something something to talk about, but (laughs) two, just because like it's something I noticed about it. Whereas like, you just like I wish we got more of that. Like the what? What's it like to be deaf? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, it was totally immersive into that world. Well, I I could have gotten more. I love the moment. 
Like, yeah. yeah. No, that's fair. That's, 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 that's fair. I, I think I I I do think that was like an incredibly interesting part. Yeah, of it. Like yeah. It was just, even just the basic of like, how do you do this? How do you cope to this lifestyle? Yeah. And I think if it did a bit of like it kind of breezed through that whole process a bit too much for me. All right. That's fair. That's fair. I think it's it's a movie, you know, it doesn't have a happy ending, but it has kind of like a zen. Yeah, yeah, and I appreciate that. It didn't need a happy ending. Is that piece? But like, even with the ending, like I didn't fully understand why he just up and left. Like, it was literally a. Well, because I think he just realized he wasn't gonna have the life. I I guess it's like kind of implied that, but like it's literally it's. You saved my life. No, you saved my life. Oh, I love you. Then he's gone. Yeah, right? Like, it was so abrupt. Like, there was no him, like, oh, crap, like... Oh, what, like, leaving his girlfriend at the end? Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, no, that made sense, because, like, when he started talking about the tour, she started scratching herself again, and there was that realization that, yeah, we saved each other's lives, but we can't be together. Yeah, he doesn't doesn't want to bring her down, yeah. I, I just feel like it was glossed over so quickly, though. No, that was that was. I I, I, was I, I didn't. I, I don't think you really had to come out and be like, "We're bad for each other." I feel like you could pick up on that. I just thought it was. It went by way too fast. Anyways, any final anyway, thoughts, everyone? It's 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 funny because and, and I I I can't totally like say one way or another like why if if it's right or wrong, but like your criticism at times is like oh the movie holds your hand too much, other times it doesn't at all. Well, like I know it can it can like there's there's times when a movie can hold your hand and be like let's walk through this, and then the other times they're like oh you're on the on your own, and sometimes I feel like movies this being one of them. It should be switched. Like the times that it's holding my hand, it shouldn't be. And the times that it's letting me go, it should be holding my hand. You know, you know what I'm saying there? <laughs> no, it, I, it was a, it was artistically, I thought it was a really good movie. It just, it, it was two hours and that hurt it, I think, a lot. Yeah. Well, if you want a thrill ride, watch Nightcrawler. <laughs> Gyllenhaal is just like off his fucking fucking oh yeah (laughs) it's so so good anyways any final thoughts everyone nope nope Uh, are we are we doing our best no that's not next that's not next week because we got one more week after final week of the year is always our best of so we have stuff to talk about next week you'll find out about it I have some final thoughts but uh, they're in uh, they're in uh ASL, so <laughs> unfortunately, it's not good for uh, radio. I have uh, I have final thoughts. I have ratings for two movies. Oh, you want to go two movie rating? All right, I I can go rating. So what what movie you got? I saw Mulan and Doolittle. Oh, oh god! Ooh, I okay. I'm so sorry about the Doolittle. Uh, oh, yeah, I I gave Doolittle a one. Oh God! <laughs> really? And, and, that and high? It's, it's only a one because they employed the set people in a you know production studio. Oh my God! And that's it. That's All right. So you, so one you, is they gave people jobs. <laughs> they gave people jobs. That's oh, it. That's all Which is doing. better than the uh, the emoji movie for you? So that's good. Yeah, that's true. Well, the emoji movie was animated. <laughs> I mean, you could argue that this was too. Yeah, that's that's valid. That's valid. <laughs> 
Can you imagine Tom Cruise doing a freak out on Dune? <laughs> 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 Talking about people's jobs. Anyways. Anyway. So Mulan. Um, okay, Mulan is. We can get into this after the podcast, but uh, five yeah. five. Oh my God! You are definitely lower than Sam and I for Mulan. Um, yeah, and we. I will talk to you afterwards. About so how awful this movie was. So uh, really quick, since we're doing random uh, ratings, I watched Run. Pretty good thriller. Supposed to come out on Mother's Day. Didn't, so Hulu picked it up. Uh, debuted, I think, like a month or so ago. Um, really good. It's actually pretty good for a thriller, though, you know, could be better. Uh, I gave it a 6.9. Okay. Nice. Nice. So. Scissor 2 in this. I saw I saw the fucking uh, Steven Soderbergh movie with like Meryl Streep where they're on a cruise. I'm not even going to What is this? Nah, What is this? I don't even remember what it's called. That doesn't help. Like, I know. Hang on. Give me a second. This is great radio, by the way. I also saw... This is a while back, but I saw the the way back with yes, Netflix. I, I saw oh, the basketball. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't you gave it a seven point one. Yeah, seven point one. I was gonna say Chris might like it, but after the review on this one, I, I don't think that's the case. <laughs> <laughs> Movie is called Let Them All Let Them Talk. All Talk. If you want to see a bunch of like older women on a cruise, and you, you gave that a what? But Steven Spiel- so I gave it same score. John Seven hate, one. John hates rating movies. Seven point one. John hates rating movies. <laughs> I mean, they're all. I mean, on the hun- the hundred point scale is tough because it's like movies to me are either really good. Or no, great, very good, good or eh. yeah. No, honestly, after like, after like six, like six and below, it gets tough to rate uh, certain movies. I feel like Chris, you you struggle with that the most. Because you give a lot of like ones and twos for for those who who've been uh, listening to these movies should never be made. You know, I'll be completely honest. Like these movies no, should I know. just never assume, never exist. I, I and I, 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 like, I feel bad for Bill Murray because like I could I could get behind the Doolittle with Bill Murray or not Bill Murray. Um, Robert Downey Jr. No, no, no. The original do the oh god. Rex Harrison. Is that oh, Eddie Murphy? Murphy yeah. Rex Harrison. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Eddie Murphy. <laughs> Well, he just said original Doolittle, so it's it's Rex Harrison, no, right? No, I knew I knew it was I knew I said I I said original first, and it was not what first I was appearance thinking. of the push me pull you. Uh, okay, moving on. Doolittle's a good movie. Doctor Doolittle's a good movie. Eddie Murphy, it's not as good as the original. Let's tie it up. All right. Well. Anyways, if you like our podcast, you can find us on Podbean, Stitcher, iTunes, Google, um, among others. There's so many. Uh, yeah, uh, shoot us a, uh, a review on any of them. Uh, we always like reviews. Uh, let us know how, what you think. If there's any movies you want us to review, any TV shows you want us to review on uh, Facebook.com slash Knights of Nerditude. Uh, we We'll very happily uh, review something or play something, even if it's a video game you want us to check out. Please, we, we love content. 
All right. Oh, talking about recommendations. Among <laughs> Us is great. Yeah, yeah, four-year-old game. We, we play every once in a while, so, uh, yeah. I, I, I've been playing a lot solo, which is uh, always dangerous, but, hey, it's fun. All right. Well, until next time. Bye. Bye.